Welcome to the Tears of Miracles podcast, an audio diary of a young woman who is a follower of Christ, called to hear from the Lord and share with the world. Tune in regularly to hear the latest episode, and you can also find her content on YouTube under the same name, Tirza Miracles. Welcome back. You're listening to episode 5, and this is based on a message that I received on the morning of February 10th. So as always, I'll just be reading from my journal entries uh, what I felt the Lord leading me to share with you, just what I hear when I'm spending time with Him in the morning, whatever He prompts me to share with others, that is what I bring to you um, on these podcasts. So I'll just go ahead and start reading from my journal entry uh, for the morning from the morning of February 10th. So on this particular morning, um, I found myself reading through Matthew chapter 26. Um, and this wasn't planned at all. Um, I was actually going to read something else, but uh, just somehow I ended up stopping there and just kind of uh, reading through that chapter. So to give you a bit of a short summary of this passage, um, it is basically going through some of the last days that Jesus spent. So it starts off with the chief priests and scribes um, kind of coming together and plotting to kill him. In between, uh, Jesus spent some time in the house of Simon the leper, where we hear of uh, the famous woman who pours precious ointment on Jesus' feet. And this is where we also learn about uh, Judas agreeing with the chief priest to hand him over and to betray him. Then we read on, and this is about like verses 17, and this is where Jesus instructs his disciples on where they should prepare for the Passover, uh, which they do, and then they spent that night with him for the Lord's Supper. And uh, this is where he says to his disciples, one of them is going to betray him. Then after the supper, um, Jesus and his disciples head over to Gethsemane. And this is where, you know, Jesus spends excruciating moments praying and asking the Father if he would take away the cup, um, which was the cup of his suffering. Um, And he's asking his disciples to watch with him. But of course, they were too tired because this would have been, you know, very late into the night. But uh, we hear that he spends his time praying. And uh, we know of the famous words, not my will, but yours be done. So in the meantime, uh, we learn that Judas, um, he's gathering with the chief priests um, and they're making their way to where Jesus and his disciples are. And uh, when they come upon them, Jesus is taken and his disciples, uh, most of them scatter. And so he's taken to the chief priest's house, uh, who's called Caiaphas. And there he is cross-examined and put before a council. They bring forward false witnesses. um, But, you know, it's very surprising that all throughout he, he doesn't say anything to defend himself. Only at the last, when they ask him if he is the Christ, 
that is the only time that he does actually answer back and he confesses that he is uh, indeed the Christ. And from there, they accuse him of blasphemy and beat him and spit in his face. And, you know, in the meantime, we learned that Peter had followed him to Caiaphas's house. Um, and this is where he's being asked if he is a disciple. Um, and of course, we know that he denies him three times. And so that's how the chapter ends. So I was just sitting there, kind of just thinking about what I just read. And then I started to hear this uh, verse. It's actually a song from Handel's Messiah, but it's taken from Isaiah 50 verses 6. And the line in the song, uh, I just goes, He gave his back to the smiters, and his cheeks to them that plucketh off the hair. So this song is, uh, as I said, is taken directly from Isaiah 50 verses 6. And it says, um, if I read it, it says, I gave my back to the smiters and my cheeks to them that plucked off the hair. I hid not my face from shame and spitting. And verses 7, For the Lord God will help me. Therefore shall I not be confounded. Therefore have I set my face like a flint. I know that I shall not be ashamed. So from there, um, the following words came to me, just in my spirit, and I began to write them down. He did not answer a word. When he was reviled, he reviled not again, but submitted to him that judgeth righteously. Uh, and so later on, I realized that this is from Isaiah 53, verses 7. And it says, He was oppressed and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. He is brought as a lamb to the slaughter, and as a sheep before her shearers is dumb, so he openeth not his mouth. I've read through this many times, through this chapter, so I recognize this verse right away. And also, I had been reading a few days before that, I had been reading through the first epistle in uh, Peter. So um, I was able to recall the last parts of that message. Um, so the second part is taken from 1 Peter 2 verses 23. Um, and it just says, Who, when he was reviled, reviled not again. When he suffered, he threatened not but committed himself to him that judgeth righteously. And then I continue to hear, This is a message for you and others. This is what I was telling you earlier about suffering well. As I had mentioned, um, I had been reading through a few passages in Peter earlier in the week. So this was like a, a bit of a continuation from that. Uh, but he uh, continued to say, I want to emphasize that this is the call of every child of God, not to shun sufferings, but to endure and persevere through them. They are a necessary part of the walk, conforming to the image of Christ. No servant is greater than his master. If they have done this to me, they will do it to you. Don't seek to save your own life but lay down your life 
that you may gain it back again. And the reference verse here is uh, John 15 verse 20, which says, Remember the word that I said unto you, The servant is not greater than his Lord. If they have persecuted me, they will also persecute you. If they have kept my saying, they will keep yours also. Um, and also um, Matthew 16 verses 24 to 25 says, Then Jesus said unto his disciples, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whosoever will save his life shall lose it, and whosoever will lose his life for my sake shall find it. Then he went on to say, I'm telling you this to equip you and others that when they or yourself go through suffering, to bear it patiently, the same way that Christ did when he was on earth. In this world you shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. To him who overcomes will I grant to sit with me, just as I overcame and I am sat with my Father. Um, and the reference verse here is John 16 verses 33, which says, These things have I spoken unto you, that in me ye might have peace. In the world ye shall have tribulation. But be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. And also Revelation 3 verses 21, To him that overcometh will I grant to sit with me in my throne, even as I also overcame, and am set down with my Father in His throne. This is a message for the tough days ahead, he continued to say. Some of my people shall face persecutions. Settle it in your hearts and be ready to answer every man that asks you the reason for your faith. Um, this is from 1 Peter 3 verses 15. But sanctify the Lord God in your hearts, and be ready always to give an answer to every man that asketh you a reason of the hope that is in you with meekness and fear. Now is not the time to shrink back and hide, he went on to say, but to face your accusers boldly, to stand up for your faith. Others will face tribulations. It is a precarious time, and I warn you beforehand, Read in my word the things foretold of this time that you are in. It is a time of trouble. Let all my people beware not to be surprised by the difficulties they currently face or will face in the times ahead. But settle it in your hearts that just as your master suffered and overcame, you too will overcome. This is a word for you and for my people not to back away or try to evade the suffering, ridicule, mockery, persecution, or even death for my sake, but to go through it knowing that I am with you every step. I want my people to be warned not to take leisure. Your adversary is still out there seeking whom to devour. Stay alert. Now is not the time to sleep or coast. No, this is a time to be vigilant, to be on guard. And when the trials come, because they will, to face them head on. 
1 Peter 5 verses 8 says, Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about, seeking whom to devour, whom resists steadfast in the faith. Uh, this is verses 9. Knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. I'm adding the scripture verses here um, just so that you can get the full context of the verses that are being referenced. He continued on to say, The message is a wake-up call to my people to endure and suffer well. The question that rose up in my spirit immediately was, How can we do this? And almost just right away, um, the response was, by coming to the secret place of rest and peace with me. I am the only source of strength that my people can draw from during these times, and at all times. I am the source of strength, endurance, joy in the middle of difficult circumstances, peace when there isn't peace out there. As I said to you last time, come to the source, to me. Otherwise, how can you endure? There is no other way but to come to me to renew your strength. I want to warn you and others of difficult days ahead. Don't fear what you will suffer, but settle it in your heart that you will endure, and you shall endure, that you must endure. Please warn them for me. It is not the time to sleep, but to be alert and watching. Wake up. Come to the secret place. Make sure that you are connected to me and that you are in daily, moment-by-moment -moment communication with me. Those who refuse to do so will not be able to withstand. So I ask you to take this seriously, draw near to me, and draw your strength from me. You will need it for the trying times ahead. That is what I want you to be aware of and share with others for me to warn you and them to take heed, to be alert and watching. Tell them this message. And so that was the end of the message um, at that time. Um, and I prefer not to add anything to it, um, but if anything, I'll just leave you with uh, two verses from Psalms 91. And it says, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God, in Him will I trust. And so that brings me to the end of this message. Uh, I hope that this uh, blesses you and that it resonates with your spirit. Um, and so until next time, uh, take care and God bless you.